too, of everybody every five seconds saying a song about what an asshole you are. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. You know what? I never really thought about it until you mentioned it right now, but the Grinch really is just like a, he's just a normal dude. He also brought down a terrible capitalist machine. Yep. That's how the Ron Howard one goes. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I'm, ex- I'm interested to see how the new one goes. Who's in it? Bill Hader? Isn't Bill Hader the voice of the new one? No, Grinch? it's uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, it's Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch? Seriously? Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I guess that is punny, so it's appropriate for the podcast. It is, it yeah, works, man. Uh, welcome back, y'all. This is episode 73 of NBA. Where else in the world are you going to get an NBA podcast that starts off by talking about the Grinch who done stole Christmas? I'm um, your host, Jay Keyless. I'm going to refrain from AKAs because I have a theme for today. Oh, okay. Do you want to just, we'll just all say our names and we'll do the theme? Yeah, let's all do right. that. Well, the other Hold assholes. on, real quick. Dennis Rodman episode. Oh, oh, yeah. Made it. We did. We made it. Yeah. Just, I'm sorry. I, we, we were excited about that at one point. I didn't mean to cut you off. Good old Dennis Codman. Sorry to just throw that one in there. Codman. Uh, it's Nikki Keyless. What's up? And it's Tad. Hey, right. reminding y'all that this is the Dennis Rodman episode. This Yay. is. And don't forget, this is the podcast. I was going to say the EA Love yeah, yeah, Tag yeah, yeah. for a second. <laughs> this is a podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk a lot of shit. Like so All right, guys, we're going to start the podcast with a little pun off. Today's theme is... I'm bad at these. Like, I'm so bad well, at these. For what it's worth, it's really fun for it me. It worked really well, though, on Thanksgiving Day. So. He didn't do bad. Um, I that one. And I also I listened to the episode. You guys had a couple good ones. I had a lot of good ones, yeah. And Tad had, like, one. But nonetheless, he's Who contributing. Was, I can't remember I can't remember what the player was that was on his mind that he couldn't stop. Uh, Dante's Donatus I just couldn't I couldn't get it out of my name. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Today's theme for NBA player name puns is farm animals. Farm animals? Farm animals. Brandon Bass. <laughs> <laughs> sure, maybe in a pond. Um Cow Y Leonard. Uh, okay, you had that uh, one already. already didn't yeah, you, you logged you were locked and loaded there. Uh-huh. Uh let's see. Who's on this list over here? Duck McDermott. Ooh, <laughs> here he comes. Okay. Yeah. He's back, I ladies like and that. gentlemen. He's back. Um, oh, let's yeah. see. I'm trying to look at the... P- JJ Redhead. Oh! Yeah, we're here. We're here. <laughs> JJ Little Redhead. He's yeah, here. I like this. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. Um, let's see here. Let's see. Okay. Um... Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. This is not a specifically an animal, but it's something that an animal does. Bradley Squeal. Nice. Oh, that's good. That, See? that works. That works. Uh, Mookie Blaylock. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> My cousin Sam is the biggest Mookie Blaylock fan you'll ever meet. His favorite player of all time. What? Loved the guy. What? Loved him. We might have to call him to figure that's out why. It is a wild... That is so weird. A wild stat, oh, but he man. absolutely loved him. Uh, also, just completely off topic, but remember Moochie Norris? Yeah. yeah. The fro, man. Ooh. God, he was great. That, Mo- that Moochie Norris fro was all time. I'm trying to think about having any other ones. Uh, uh, Marcin... Goat tot. There you go. I, in all honesty, I just can't think of farm animals. <laughs> all I keep thinking of is Bay, pig in the city. But literally in the title, he's not in the farm. He's in the city. Mario yes. Horsonia. Horsonia? I like that one. <laughs> okay, I get that that's, one. That's pretty good, man. Yeah. I, I, uh, want, I want one ch- more. Chick Diallo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crushing. I just want one more. <laughs> You're you're trying to go off like the top fifty players in scoring right now. You got to think back. Oh, I'm yeah. just looking at players. I don't know. 
De- Hakeem, Hakeem Olajuwon. There you go. I was going to say uh, Danilo Kalinari. Mm. Yeah. A lot of cows. Yeah. Cow, like, yeah. like, that one's an easy one. A lot one. of cows yeah. here. I'm trying to think of what other one. Duran Lamb. Nice. <laughs> That's just his name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, um, hope you guys enjoyed that shit. Julius uh, Hamdel. Oh, <laughs> God. Now you're getting into the food aspect of things. Yeah, I'm um, just thinking of food. Oh, come on. Julius Cattle. Ooh. <laughs> it's cl- I mean, it's, you know, it, it works. Is. It is what it is. <laughs> Robert Covington? Uh, uh, Robert, Robert Covington? <laughs> I mean, I get it. Too it many works. cows. Too many cows. It's the, it's the only farm animal I can think of. I was trying to think of, like, a good um, dog one, but all I could think of was Damari Carroll, who mm. is the junkyard dog is his nickname. I like that one. I, uh, or also, like, Pit Beverly, like a pit bull. Mm. That one I will 1,000%. Is a thank you to Shay Serrano. Shay's my guy. Great writer. His, but I just came his, up with one. Have you listened to his new podcast? I only saw the, listened to the first episode. It's great. His new podcast is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Hey, I got one for you. Glenn Pig Baby Davis. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. We're done. That's good. We're done. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, Shut it down. Oh, I couldn't stop thinking about pigs. That's so <laughs> great. Like, why? That's so great. Um... All right, guys. Well, um, some shit went down this week here in Chicago specifically. Fred Hoiberg has been fired, um, has been released from his position as head coach of the Chicago Bulls um, as of this Monday, actually, uh, in the morning. Um, Yeah, that's how I woke up. After a loss, they informed him that he would be relieved of his duties and that Jim Boylan, not to be confused with Jim Boylan, um, (laughs) is going to be the new head coach of the Chicago Bulls. Um, So I ask you guys, when the news came down and you saw the Woj bomb or you got the news, what were your immediate thoughts? You want to go first? Sure. I thought it was stupid. I think I I can 1,000% agree. I think... think most people's consensus was like that it just the timing is so weird. Yeah. Like it just doesn't make any sense. So what? Well, like, what, like was why? he supposed to compete with the roster that he's had? My favorite thing is when I say this, I brought this up in a few conversations and people are like, Oh, well they had Rondo and Dwayne Wade and Jimmy Butler. Right. Dude, you had Rondo who didn't give a fuck and didn't want to be I'm here and hated started. and hated Jimmy Butler. Right. And you had Dwayne Wade who was like, "Hell yeah, catching them checks." Yeah, he was like, "I just need to get paid cuz I'm going to go back to Miami and they're going to fucking not pay me again." Right. So I'll just get all my money now. Yeah, it you was. Dumbasses it just it doesn't make sense. I mean, like, look, they're the worst team in the East now. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what you guys want. No, and this is what Woo. I'm saying. So, like, it, it, a lot of this is really weird. What it I sounds can't believe like, Cleveland has the same amount of wins as us. It's I know, dude. I know. Well, so here's what here's what I don't understand. Um, what's crazy is from a. I, the, I think what's what's really wrong here is that the front office. And Fred Hoiberg were clearly not seeing eye to eye. Now, there's a lot of other things that are going on. Um, there were reports that came down that basically said that Jim Boylan's basically been coaching the team this year yeah. because Fred Hoiberg has completely lost the locker room. Just, like, people just don't respect him. And that's that's been since, like, day one. Like, yeah. he got called out in his first month as a head coach by a few different players on the roster when we still had a playoff team. Yeah. Um, as a guy who's just, like... He's just – it's funny. So the starters actually mentioned this about, like, the Bulls coaching situation over the last couple of years. It's like, okay, cool. 
You go from Bill Cartwright, who's like a player's coach, not too intense. You move up to Scott Skiles, who's like way too intense. Then you go down to Vinny Del Negro, who's like a player's coach and like super cool guy. Had no business being a head coach. Completely you know? agree. And they're like, all right, let's go for the most then insane like, Yo, coach let's we go can for think the, of. The, the drill sergeant in Tom Thibodeau. And they're like, no, this is too much. We need somebody who's a player's coach. And you keep going through this like cycle of like player's coach, fucking drill sergeant, yeah, cause you player's had, uh, coach, drill sergeant. What's his name before Phil? Hmm. Doug Collins. Doug Collins. Yep. Yeah. Doug Blake. Collins, players coach. Right. Phil. Phil was also. Phil was more of a mini. Well, there That's you go. And all, you had all your success perfect. when you rode He's the, the middle ground. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're trying to find their their new. I guess like a pop sort of too, because pop's very much of a right. You need somebody there, who's kind of. You need somebody who's even keel, who understands the players, but is not not is not, not afraid to make tough decisions. Yeah. You know what I mean. Real quick, this is just, I don't want to get into a whole topic about this. I don't want to devote a ton of time to it. But you mentioned Popovich. I saw the craziest stat, stat today. Um, shouts to our NBA. Um, over his past, uh, over his first, like, almost 1,800 games, I think it was like 1,785 games, Greg Popovich had lost five games by 30-plus points. He has recently just lost his last three of four mm. by 30-plus points. Wow. That, yeah, that is another, if you, can you go back to the standings real quick at the re- basketball reference? I can't believe that, well, San Antonio's 14th right now, but there's no way in hell they're going to be last because they got 11 wins and Phoenix got four. Look at, so I just want to take That's, a second here to look at the West versus the East. The only team, the, the only the top eight teams have hit 11 wins or more. Every team except for Phoenix has hit 11 wins in the Western Conference. Orlando's in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's the what also the wild is like literally every single team except for the Spurs would make it into the playoffs in the East. I was watching a game last night and uh, I think it was Utah. It was Utah San Antonio and Utah beat San Antonio by more than 30. And uh, the announcer they were talking about the playoff picture as it currently stands and one guy goes and if the playoffs started today which they they don't. They're like, oh, really? They don't. Yeah. Thank you for that clarifying <laughs> statement. Like, I would never have known. Oh, that's how it's the dumbest one. Yeah, it's um. So, but getting back to the firing. So, sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean to no, derail no, that. No, I just, no, that's totally okay. fine. I mean, this is the podcast that uh, talks NBA shit, but yeah. mostly just talks shit. Um, yeah, the firing was weird. The timing's weird. The one argument that I heard that I was like, okay, I get it, is Laurie Markin just came back. Yeah. If the Bulls start winning. Your ability to justify firing Fred Hoiberg is much harder if they already planned on firing him. Now, I want to be clear. If they had already planned on firing him, they should have fired him when, before the season started. Uh, however, yeah, however, if they wanted to give him one more chance and they were just like, fuck it, we give up, it makes sense to do it now before Laurie Markkinen starts coming back and playing well, which he already has. Yeah. And we start winning. Because then to justify firing a coach when you're playing better makes no fucking sense. I agree. And I like, I mean, here's the thing. Like, realistically, like, he should have never been hired in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Fred Hoiberg, by all accounts, seems like a pretty solid dude. Yeah. Um, I fucking hate him because he played at and coached at Iowa State. So, <laughs> not a huge fan. Um, but, I mean, he seems like a pretty good dude. Like, he really didn't have any business being a head coach in the NBA. He did well at Iowa State. Go back to the college game or get a front office job, dude. Like, that's where you need to be. Yeah, I agree. I think he's a good. I think he's a really good college coach, and we'll probably, honestly, we'll probably get a college job very, very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are yeah, going to be many. That. Honestly, like 
it'd be great to see him at U of I here in Illinois. Like, I, I would love to see that that program be good again. I would not. Been good yeah. since I would say, how do you feel about that? I don't. I don't. I don't need that shit. Bias opinions. Uh, Bias opinions. Who do they? Who do they go after? Well, so the reports that came out were that they're legitimately giving Jim Boylan the job. I don't like, like he's that. He's getting the job. I don't now, like that. here's the only – I don't know a lot about Jim Boylan. Oh, I didn't know a lot about him until the firing, uh, until he got this job. My understanding is that, one, long-term, long-term assistant coach in the NBA, also was the head coach at the University of Utah for quite some time, comes from the pop coaching tree, say he comes uh, pop. played with the Rockets in the 90s, so won a couple championships in the NBA. He's a guy who's got a lot of experience, a lot of interesting experience, both coaching and playing. Um, and all signs point to him being a bit more of a hard-ass um, but also, the reports that were coming down from Shams were that he's basically been coaching the team this whole time. Right. So it shouldn't be a huge transition. Um, and, like, we talked about this the other day after the firing came down. But, like, <clears throat> when you look at the candidates that are out there, there's only so many. So I don't give a fuck because we're we're tanking anyways. Yeah. Like, who gives a shit who's our coach right now? While I the, – w- with the caveat of – I want somebody who's going to be able to develop the young talent that we have. And also, like, can we get a fucking point guard, man? I feel so bad for oh, Wendell Oh, shut Carter. the fuck up, dude. You need a point guard. <laughs> Good God. Oh, yeah, because of Play- Orlando. Orlando hasn't had a point guard in 10 years. Playmaker. Somebody who can actually playmake and, like, create shots for his The teammates. best point guard we've ever had was Jameer Nelson. Well, Penny Hardaway, but he wasn't really a point guard. Jameer was great. Yeah, but that's the best point guard you've ever had? In all of Orlando Magic history, I mean, yep. Penny Hardaway is like a point was a point guard, but like, yeah. was he really? Yeah, he yeah was. not technically he was, to some extent. Um, okay, I have two thoughts. One, um, there are two coaches that I would like to see them hire. Who? Actually, that's I'm not kidding. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I changed my mind. There's only one coach, and it's actually not even who I'd like to see them hire. I think it's who they're going to hire. Oh no, Mike Brown. <laughs> That would be it's not the, happen. the ultimate Garpax move. The happen. ultimate Garpax move. No He's way. the associate head coach of a team that has won multiple championships in the last few years. Yeah. Alvin Gentry parlayed that into the Pelicans job. Honestly, you're not yeah. wrong. Mike Brown went coached a team to the NBA Finals. God, you're right. Fuck. It's not a so the other one I was gonna throw in there, but I decided not to, but I'm gonna throw it back out it. there. Byron Scott. Hell yeah, that's, that's the one I was thinking of. <laughs> I was like, I bet you we get Byron Scott. So I think two, one of two things are going to happen. They're going to let Jim Boylan run with things, or there are like four or five people on the Spurs bench who are who are who were up for coaching jobs this past offseason and will likely be up for coaching jobs this offseason. I got two words. Jock Vaughn. <laughs> One one bad one bad example. <laughs> I guess Bud has been good. Uh, James Borrego is, by all accounts, a great coach. I really wanted Orlando to hire him when we fired Jock Vaughn. Dude, like, <laughs> just, look, um, uh, um, Brett Brown, Spurs head coach, or Spurs assistant coach. Yeah. Uh, 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 Bud, Spurs assistant coach. Mm-hmm. Um, James Borrego. Sure. Sure. Yeah, Are you not familiar with James Borrego? I know. He's yeah. a he's a Hornets head coach. Oh, that's right. Yes, oh. yes, yes, yes. And he was he was our he was the, no, he was there last year. He was the head assistant in Orlando when Jock Vaughn he Jock Vaughn brought him from, from San, Antonio. San Antonio. And uh, when we fired Jock Vaughn and they played for Borrego, it looked like for the first time in like years we were playing inspired basketball. 
I really wanted them to keep him, but instead they brought home Scott Skiles for, you know, one fucking season. Yo, let's just fucking hire Becky Hammond. Fuck it. Why not, man? Oh, yeah. Give her a shot. I love it. We suck anyways. What does it matter? Yeah. She's, she can't be worse than fucking Fred Hoiberg. There's no, no fucking way. Uh, there is a way. To hire back Tim Floyd. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody wants that motherfucker. No <laughs> bring Marcus Pfizer with him. Let's bring Marcus in Cal. Spicer. Let's bring in Coach Cal. Bring him in. Fuck it. Calipari? Yeah, bring him in. Yeah. Two words. Richard Patino. <laughs> Here's hold on. Rick now hold on. Now hold on. Because he has been saying that he wants an NBA coach. Dude, if job. you guys hire he is such a scumbag. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, then you know what? I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, no, I'm, in. I'm not. But I'm in. Uh, in all honesty, I can't think of a famous college head coach who is not a scumbag. <laughs> That's true. Think about it. Yeah, it's a it's a dirty business. The awesome. whole point of awesome. college basketball, college sports in general is if you're running it, you have to be a piece of shit. Yeah, it's all about deceit. Donald Trump shouldn't have became a president. He should have fucking worked for FIFA or for NCAA. <laughs> that would have tickled his butthole. You're right. He would have loved it. You're not wrong. You're right. All right. So on to some news that we probably should have talked about last week, but I forgot, frankly. Uh, but I wanted to bring up anyways, just as a point of conversation. So last week, um, the Bulls lost to the Spurs. And after the win for the Spurs, Sam Smith, who is uh, one of the Bulls' long, long, long-term reporters, uh, did an interview with Greg Popovich where he asked him about uh, how much he loathes uh, or his thoughts on the three-point shot in today's game. And Greg Popovich went on a rant about how much he loathes the three-point shots. I'm going to read his quote. Uh, and he said, and I quote, I hate it, but I always have. I've hated the three for 20 years. That's why I make a joke of all, uh, joke all the time and say, if we're going to make it a different game, let's have a four-point play. Because if everybody, uh, everybody likes the three, they really like the four. People will jump off their seats if you have a five-point play. <laughs> It'll be great. There's no basketball there anymore. There's no beauty in it. It's pretty boring. Um, but it is what it is, and you need to work with it. So um, with that being said, guys, do you agree with Coach Pop's sentiment about – the three-point shot making basketball boring. I think it can. Uh, I think the thing is, it's they they had put it, a picture of, uh, of him with that quote on it, on I think it was Bleacher Report or something like that. Yep. And one of the first comments that I got to see was Steph Curry responding, "Not for me" or something yeah. like that. <laughs> and oh, there you go. Steph yeah. disagrees. Yeah. Uh, and that is the one time where I can say like. For the Golden State Warriors, it's it is a blast watching those guys just fucking fire off threes. Yep. Last year for the Rockets, it was fun seeing that. But guess what? It's not for any other fucking team. Here's here's my only every feedback. other team's not as good at it. Here's here's my only feedback. Um, I understand. I have some thoughts here, so proceed. So I, what I was going to say is, I understand what he's saying uh, to some extent. However, my big thing here is like I, so. What I mean by I understand is that, and this is in all sports, is like you see the same thing with the NFL, which is like in the NFL it used to be a very run-heavy league and then people mm-hmm. realized that passing was a better approach. Now it's passing to set up the run as opposed to running to set up the pass. So the leagues have transitioned. The same thing happens in baseball. Like we went from you know old-fashioned baseball – Running, bunting, you know, moving people over, catching, station by running, station. diving, yeah, making all the all star like stuff. Right now, we've gone to the sabermetrics model where like it's all about walks. People don't really get steal it, as much anymore. It's all on, about strikeouts, home runs. Run. You know, like launch angle, all this shit. Same shit happened in basketball, right? Like we went from in the '90s and early 2000s, where like especially in the '90s, you feed your big man in the post, you let him go to work. Everybody stands around, waits for him to do his thing. Now we've kind of like expanded the floor a little bit more. Now everybody's shooting threes, and what happens is. 
across the league, whatever is the flavor of the month, the flavor of the year, that shit just kind of takes over. And every team now sees one team do it well, yeah. and they decide, I'm going to be the Golden State Warriors of the East, of the South, of the fucking or, Upper Northwest. The uh, transatlantic <laughs> passage. <laughs> yeah. The so other day, like, the, other day the, the Warriors played the Hawks, and everyone was like, Clay, how do you feel about it? And he's like, you know, honestly, it's getting annoying. They were us seven years ago when they weren't good, because they're not good. Stop comparing them. Right. They're not good. None of them right. are good. None of those kids on the Hawks could fucking play. I can't believe I, I just called them all kids. And I, I can because I'm older than you half are, that are, team. You are. Fuck. God damn it, guys. I'm, I'm getting sad. Um, uh, but yeah, like the, the Hawks are like, oh, yeah, we're trying to become the Golden State Warriors of the East. I do not. I mean, I think Trey Young's been doing very well. I don't think the fucking Hawks will ever become anywhere near as good as well, we'll the see Golden who they State draft. Warriors. We'll see who they draft this year. You That's actually think that the, that the Atlanta Hawks are going to become one of the five greatest teams of all time? I'll tell you what. If they draft if they draft Zion and put him next to Josh Collins or yeah, Josh Collins and John Collins, pardon me, John and, Collins uh, and Trey Young and Trey could be interesting. Uh, but that's not so. That's not what I was saying. Like so, I I agree with with Pop on that sentiment and that like it makes up for a boring league because everybody's basically recreating the same model. And there are days where it is a lot of fun. However, however, I think he's just salty because the Spurs are 28th right now and made three-pointers per game, and uh, his team's just not good at shooting three-pointers, so they're just not as good as the rest of the teams in the West. Yeah. Okay, I have a lot of thoughts on this. So, first and foremost... I shoot nothing. I do nothing but shoot threes when I play. Well, not nothing, but, like, I I primarily just take three-pointers when I... play pickup basketball um having said that i actually think there's a lot of truth to what he has to say interesting um if you look at um points per game scored by uh, on average like the seat like season by season what the average league-wide points per game are per season it doesn't change right. that much in the last like 30 years now you go back to 1958 like it's a different story but that doesn't yeah. fucking count um and so I think to some degree that yes, it has ruined a little bit of bas- a, a little bit of the game because teams get very three point heavy. Yes. Um, there's not as much passing. There's not as much inside movement and like and cutting and that sort of thing. Um, it's it's a hard thing though to rectify here because I think there are I think there are too many three pointers attempted in the game today. However, would you rather take a twenty three nine inch jump shot from the three point line, or would you rather take an eighteen footer? Like the thing is, is like those shots have a their the percentages aren't that different. So yeah. the uh, but I, I think the problem is is you have a lot of these guys like Steph. And Clay Thompson and guys who are just lights out shooters. And hell yes, like you should be shooting threes all the fucking time. It's right. worth more than two points. Yeah. Um, but I think it, it also affects the game in a negative way where a lot of kids growing up see that shit and they're like, oh, like I'm just going to fucking yak threes all right. day long. Yep, right. Um, LeBron James just posted a video of his kid fucking doing an outlet pass, and getting the ball right at the three and just chucking it. Now, yeah. I will say that uh, Bryce, I think is his name. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Bryce Maximilian James. That's a. That's a rich guy, man. Uh, but he, I will say this, that kid had actually a pretty nice shot. Oh, like, sure. it was smooth. But he's also only, like, 10. Just That's the Leonardo. I coached, I coached AAU basketball last summer, and it was just, like, same shit. It's like, hey, guys, you got to open. Look, man, you're on a fast break. Go to the fucking basket. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? All the way to the tin, baby. Go to the basket. Although, yeah. uh, what was it? Yes, was it Courtney Lee yesterday? He got that nice steal, and then he fucking missed the layup. 
I don't want to talk about Courtney Lee missed layups, okay? Misdale. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I forgot he's done that before. Oh, that makes me sad. Not. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, like I was telling you the other day that um, back in like 2009 when Orlando went to the NBA Finals, uh, they set an NBA record for most three-pointers made by a team in a game with 23. Yep. That's crazy. Hey, that's pretty amazing. Clay Thompson made right. over half of those <laughs> yeah, in a saying, single fucking it's game. Crazy, like, man. it's it's gotten to a point where it is it's it's two three point heavy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Um well, I mean the perfect example is game seven of the Western Conference Finals last year where they missed what was it twenty seven straight threes? And they could do nothing else. They had nothing else that they could do. Because All they, they could do is shoot three yeah. shooting three and it was like you guys had to you guys right. should have had a fucking and, and that's that's plan. that's exactly and that's where like yo some sort of like normal traditional basketball should probably take place if the strategy of shooting threes like if you miss that many three pointers you gotta make an adjustment here if we're gonna go back up to pickup games if I miss five shots in a row I'm gonna not shoot for the next like twenty possessions unless here's, you're like two feet away from the basket right. and then you yes. get one that goes through and you're like okay I saw there the ball go through the hoop here's here's my only counter argument to myself of what I just said to Tad's point earlier threes are worth more than twos yes so like yes you are falling behind because your threes aren't falling, but as soon as they start falling, you catch up way faster. Yeah, I know that, but that, um, that was the model of the early 2000 right. Knicks. They lived and died by the three, and, and that that didn't work out for what's them really eventually you're going to need that fucking backup. Yeah, and what's really ironic about this whole thing is that, like, in 2000, I want to say it was 2005 when they had, like, the Boris Diaw team that, mm-hmm. you know, beat, uh, I think it was, like, they beat the, the Heat, um, or maybe it was the Cavaliers, like... No, it was the Heat. That team... It might have been later than. Oh. It was definitely later than two thousand five. Probably like two thousand nine. No, yeah, um, I think it, no, I think it. But in any case, like that remember. that team, that team was known for being a three point shooting team. Like yeah. Popovich kind of started that style, like post Stan Van Gundy. But like he kind of started that style, like yo, we spread the floor. Now my only counter is like. With all the three-point shooting, it does open the floor up a lot yeah, more. Yeah, which is fine, which makes the game more so, free-flowing, like better passing. Yeah, and like in the early 2000s and 90s, like getting to the basket was so difficult because it was so fucking crowded. Everybody yeah, was in the, in the paint. I actually just pulled up the points-per-game averages on my phone just because I wanted to, to talk about this. From 95 to, 90, uh, to 2007, um, points-per-game did not eclipse 100 points-per-game on average. Wow. wow. Um, however, yeah, that's wild. last year— on average, NBA teams scored 110.4 points per game. In 1984-85, teams scored 110.8 points yeah. per game. Right. The so, 80s was big on And they, they shot the 80s. They shot 28% from three, but they shot 49% from the floor. Last right. season, they shot 44 or 45% from the floor, but 35% from three. Yeah. So the thing is, is like... It, I, I don't know that it truly makes your team better or helps you score that many more points or that it makes you more efficient. Yeah. It, yeah. It, the thing is, is like... There's there's not a right or wrong answer yeah, to this right. question. And the problem is, to your point, is that, yes, teams are like, look at the Warriors. They shoot all these threes. Yeah, because they have fucking three once-in-a-generation fucking shooters on the floor. Yeah. Like, you, like, no other team can replicate that. But instead of, like, trying to innovate and do their own things, like, teams just copy the league model. Right. Yeah. And it's stupid. Yeah, yeah it's the worst. Yeah, this shit is cyclical because, like, now we're in a phase where, like, like – Seven, eight years ago, Zion Williamson is like one of those tweeners where we're like, what does he do on the floor? We yeah. Have, like, or like Draymond, you're like, 
he's too small to play the four. There's no way this is going to work. And now so he's brand like, new NBA, right? So now you can play guys. Like, now you guys, you have guys like Serge Ibaka who are like, he can't play the four. We ha- he has to play the five. Or yeah. else he's going to be just beat off the dribble every single time. Every time. Where a couple years ago, it's just like, oh, he is the perfect stretch four. He's perfect. He's so long. He can block shots. He can shoot the three. When his career started, he was the perfect stretch four. Well, that's what I'm saying. And then like, all of a sudden, it's just, just completely transitioned. He has to be a five now. Yeah, it's... it's, it's um, He's also ridiculously cut up. I mean, here's sorry. I know that's a random thing to say, but I was watching the Raptors uh, Warriors game. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny day. you mentioned the '80s numbers because, like, I was listening to a podcast recently. They were saying like the the pace of play numbers in the '80s compared to now are pretty comparable, yeah. which makes sense that like the average scoring would be similar from like then to now. This also here's a fucking mind boggling stat: in 2010 2011, NBA teams on average shot 18 three pointers per game. Do you want to guess what the current three point per game average or attempt average is right now? Uh, Thirty. I was going to say forty two. Lower than that. Higher than yours. Thirty eight. Thirty one point two. Just higher than. I was yeah. Thirty. Was going pretty high. Thirty. There. It went. It went eighteen. Eighteen four. Twenty. Twenty one five. Twenty two four. Twenty four one. Twenty seven. Twenty nine. Thirty one point two. So yes, teams are shooting way too many fucking three. Yeah, players. they can relax with the three. Also, I, mean, I realized I was looking at the points but... per game for this year is one hundred and ten point four. Last season was only one hundred and four. So there were several seasons in the eighties where they're outscoring. Now, and the pace of play was different. The game was different. Look, I, I totally yeah. get that. But I do. I think teams are shooting too many threes. Yeah. I do. And this comes as a guy, you know, my favorite player is J.J. Redick. Uh, he just shoots tons of threes. And I love that. <laughs> and literally all I ever t- try to do is shoot threes. See? Yeah. I get it. I'm I get here for it. that. I understand it. Also, you had that random, all those, what were those random stats with all the, the, for the scoring leaders? Uh, these? uh, yeah, those right there. I would like to say congrats on the Bucks. I didn't know you guys were doing that fucking good offensively the, and just best, overall. They're the best team in the East, man. They Yo, really are. One twenty-one point four points per game, fifty and a half rebounds per game. Actually, since Russian. we're since we're on the Bucks, this is towards the bottom of the uh, of the rundown. But I figured we just bring it up now. Are you mad at Mario Hazonia, Nikki? I'm not mad, but I'm like. If you're gonna do that, your bitch ass better not just those. Not, those better not be the only two points you score <laughs> the whole fucking game. That was game. the thing that had me tripping. So for the listeners who don't know, uh, Mario Hazonia last week uh, or earlier this week, I should say it was. I think it was like a Monday or some shit. Uh, Giannis. Let's be clear. Mario Hazonia did not dunk on no Giannis. Giannis, Giannis hustled back and slid to try to get a block um, on a fast break and didn't make it in time. Uh, and Mario Hazonia. Proceeded to finish his dunk. Um, when Giannis was on the floor, he stepped over him. Um, and to Nikki's point, these were the only two points he scored in the entire game. However, 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 guys, just something needs to be said. They won by two, so pretty important points, if you ask me. Pretty fucking important points. Um, but yeah, so Mario Hazonia steps over Giannis. Now, Mario Hazonia, and you know this, has been somebody who is like incredibly, incredibly braggadocious. Like, at one point when he was 19, when he was playing for Real Madrid's uh, basketball team, they asked him, hey, have you had a chance to go see Messi? He's like, no, nah, tell Messi to go see me. That's that's Mario Hazonia in yeah. a nutshell. Um, and he's not He's not. He's that garbage. He's so terrible. He's so bad. I he's hated that so pick when we bad. drafted him. And everybody told me I was wrong when Orlando drafted him. And I was like, you're all full of shit. Y'all remember Rudy Fernandez? Yeah. Like, that is what <laughs> I saw. And he wasn't even as good as Rudy Fernandez. Yeah. And But here's the thing. Um, did you guys see what Giannis said? Yes. I'll punch him in the nuts. <laughs> punch him in the nuts. And then he's like, I, I meant what I said, but I probably shouldn't have said that. That was his apology. It's, I meant what I said, but I probably shouldn't have said that. Here's, here's a question I have for you guys. In a game, in a pickup game, is there anything that somebody could do to you in a pickup game 
that would result in you punching them in the nuts? Uh, for me, I already know what it is. Whenever I play a pickup game, I'm going for a workout and to just hang out with a couple of people. If you are that asshole who takes the game way too seriously, I stay away from you. But I have had those assholes come at me because they realize that I'm very, like, lackadaisical. I'm not trying to – I'm not – guess what? I'm not – I had to pay to be there, okay? So I'm not going to go fucking off. And I have had times where those guys gotten a little too aggressive with me, and I have, in fact, been like, I will fight you. And that, that, that's it. If you ever play pickup basketball with me, just don't be that fucking piece of shit. Don't, and because you're not, I'm, I know I feel, I'm very strongly about it. You're, you're not cool because you're fucking diving and at people's legs during a pickup basketball game. Go fuck yourself. Completely agree. Um, Full like stop. my, my brother and like my cousin and, uh, like some, some people I know, like, um, they play pickup basketball quite a bit and they play like competitively with one another. Like they know, it's they're all very good. They're all very talented, and yeah, it's going to be good, it's going to be very it's going to be very competitive. And like, I don't play with those guys. You know why? Because it's like not that's not my jam. Like I'm not that good. Like I'm just not. And yeah. like you know they play nonstop. That's all they do is play pickup basketball, and that's totally fine. Um, the one thing I hate, Nikki, is to like to kind of piggyback off of you what you said is the guy who like gets into you and like boxes you out real hard or like fucking calls like ticky tack no 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 Jay doesn't no, call Jay, I don't call but you don't you don't, you don't you box out but it's not like you're not throwing forearms no, in somebody's no, no, no. chest and no, like what it is that is, kind of shit. As, you just got a big butt. <laughs> yeah as Matt has as Matt has pointed out in the point out in the past Jay is built like a geo dude, and he uses that body properly. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Like, look, I get it. If you're trying to body me while you're going for a rebound, yes, this is basketball. It's physical. I yeah. get it. I'm talking about the guy who like throws his forearm in your chest mm-hmm. and like seals you off real hard. And it's like, dude, what the fuck, One, man? Like, I don't want the rebound that bad, bro. <laughs> One thing I used to do, and I didn't even realize I was doing it, and I had I like had to really get that off of me because I, I like I said I'm not gonna. But from when I was a competitive kid, when I would jump up in the air, I would use my. Uh, uh, I would use my elbow and put it onto your shoulder and pick up to get the rebound. See, that's fine. And Whatever. I always feel bad because people are like, Nikki, you're literally digging your elbow into me. And I've got very pointy got elbows. Sharp, sharp I, uh, Jay, <laughs> Jay's a geo dude. I'm a fucking scyther. It's straight blades at my elbows. And I know that they hurt when I hit people. There are two things that will make me punch somebody in the nuts during pickup basketball. Number one, as you pointed out, somebody who complains about every foul, mm-hmm. or especially fouls that are le- legitimately not fouls, um, there comes a point where I'm like, shut up, shut up. Here's n- thing number two. If you wear an arm sleeve, a leg sleeve, an NBA jersey, NBA shorts, or a headband, I will punch you in the nuts. <laughs> Unless you are an NBA player. Yeah. Unless <laughs> you're an NBA you player, do not wear extracurricular gear to play pickup basketball. If you wear an arm sleeve, I'm going to punch you in the fucking nuts. Speaking of extra... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, I used to play with this guy. He was actually the superintendent of my high school. When I was in college, I used to go back to my high school and play pickup ball, sometimes in the mornings, early in the mornings, or sometimes on the, the weekends and stuff. And, dude, that motherfucker would... Like, he'd shoot a layup, and if it missed... It, oh, got one. Like, bro, you got to <laughs> call that shit sooner. Like, he called so much bullshit that like one time I like I yelled at him I'm like I'm graduated you can't do shit to me so like I, I like I was like dude I was like this is fu-. like people used to get pissed at him oh. like it was just such ho- like that is another kind of guy I, I thought of one last one that will get me to punch you in the nuts if you're my teammate and you yell at me for doing something 
I will punch you in the nuts. We have a weird thing. Jay and I, obviously, and Tad's been there. We play pickup basketball every once in a while. There is one specific guy. I know exactly who he is, and I know exactly who Jay is. If you yell at me for my effort or my defense or a shot choice that I make, I will punch you in the nuts. This is pickup basketball. Shut your damn mouth. Dude, like, you know, my favorite thing to do is, like, like, pass somebody the ball wide open. I'm like, oh, like, bang that. Like, you know, like, give, like, give some credit yeah, or like, oh, like, like somebody misses, like, oh, good flip, dude. Like, yeah, you know, like, yo, like, get him it, next time. it is what it is. Like, uh, I really want to, I'm not going to let, I'm not going to have you name any names, but I want to know who this person is I following will, the podcast. That guy, I, I'm not going to, I actually don't know his name, so I don't even I got, care. I got uninvited from that pickup. Yeah, because they took me off the email chain completely. They took me off the email chain too, but I, I wonder if that was. Because you, yeah, you, I was never in it to begin they got, with. They got rid of me like um, a couple months ago. But they, the, the one guy, first game playing, uh, there was a steal by somebody. I ran backwards, and I kept up with the guy the whole time. He missed the he missed the layup. Someone else got the the rebound and then scored. A guy who was like six four. This dude goes, if you fucking run backwards one more time, you don't get to play again. And I was like, don't fucking talk to me like that. I paid just like you. I'll beat oh, your ass. One more. If you try to teach me an offensive scheme <laughs> during oh, pickup, yeah, fuck you. And you talk to me about spacing, I'm gonna punch you in the nuts. Yeah, fuck that shit. It's pickup basketball. Yeah, it's I, not just me. We I all suck at spacing. I'm never going to pass you the ball. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. I think we've realized the three of us don't like people who take. Pick up basketball games too seriously. I'm not in that like, shape anymore. I'm not that guy. I'm, I'm just trying to get a fat. workout in. I had to buy a JJ Reddick jersey because I'm going to the beach <laughs> in three weeks. <laughs> All right. I don't want to take my shirt off. Uh, I was going to say extracurricular clothing. Next on the agenda is what we're about to talk about right now. Kawhi Leonard, guys, has signed a contract uh, with New Balance to be their one and only uh, representative in the NBA. Uh, he's got a sneaker deal. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Dude, hold on. I want to say this real quick. Just before we get into this, shouts to my man, Matt Bonner, the OG <laughs> New Balance guy, uh, he's the not, Red Rocket. He's not the real OG. Well, I mean, but like... James, in, James Worthy's the OG. No, no, yeah, I realize that, but I'm talking about in the current day and age of the NBA. In the 2000s era, Sir. only one dude has worn New Balance, and it's yeah. the Red Rocket it's, uh, New Balance. New Balance might as well be Fila, as far as I'm concerned. Or Fubu. Yo, I love New Balance, so I'm gonna <laughs> I, look. I, I want to be clear. Here. New Balance in general, I, can, I I fuck with New Balances. I really do. I oh, like their sneakers. No, well, I was about to say New Balance in general is meant for suburban dads. No, 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 no. no New dude, Balance, they got some tight New stuff. New Balance man. has dope they, sneakers. Have they gotten better? Because yeah. I've never. I, I don't wore, like I any do, of those. I wore stuff. New Balances in high school. When I was in high school, like those were the shoes my, my freshman year. Like that's that's what I rocked for my freshman. Eh, sophomore year. Freshman year was K Swiss. That did not last. Ooh, uh, K Swiss. <laughs> K Swiss was my shit. Freshman year, then I transitioned to. New Balance, then the year after that was Puma. This is what I think of when I think of New Balance. Nah, you're fucking those with fucking the wrong dad ones. ones. My dad has a pair ones. of those. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he New, is. New Balance has the exact same pair of sneakers that all of those uh, right-wingers were burning for Nikes. It's the exact same fucking shoe. Yeah. The Monarchs? Yeah, the Air Monarchs. Yeah. That, this is the New Balance Air it's, Monarchs. It's, it's, crazy it is. That, it's crazy to me that the, that, that the Air Monarchs have been like this dad shoe thing that has just like taken off. Like I see people in this office wearing the Air Monarchs all the time. And I'm yeah. like, I used to make fun of dudes with those the shoes. Dad shoe trend, I'm kind of here for. I'm not. I I'm, get it. I'm here for half of them. I can't, them I can't pull it off. I can't pull it I off. I can't either. Dude, I wear, you know what I wear? I wear the same pair of fucking chucka boots every day in the fall and winter. Every day, I wear the same pair of chucka boots. And in good boots. the spring so, and summertime, it. I wear 
Nike kill shots and Reebok sneakers. I can't believe this is a hype beast article about yeah. fucking Kawhi Dude, Leonard. Everybody went off. So like, it's fu- it's it's funny because like to Nikki's point, New Balance is seen in a very specific way, mm-hmm. and Kawhi is seen in a very specific way. He's a fun guy. <laughs> he's a fun guy. <laughs> yeah, a, also, it's more like a. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I think he also at one point did the. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was one of them. Hollywood Nikki killing it. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I, <laughs> also wasn't New Balance like in trouble for something for like white supremacists being like it's our shield. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that was really yeah. the, the thing, and they donate like pretty heavily to like, the, like yeah that shit. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of fucked up. That's a bad call on Kawhi's team. Yo, Uncle Dennis, get your shit together. Homie. No, Uncle Dennis. Is, <laughs> uh, Uncle Dennis, come on, dude. Yo. Uncle Dennis, uh, um, mm. think about it. Mm. He I'm just uh, Kawhi was like Tom is too fucking uh, <laughs> like too obvious. <laughs> I, yeah, dude, is Uncle Dennis even a real? Are person? you trying to say Nobody that Kawhi Leonard is a shill for the KKK? Is that what you're trying to say? No, definitely not. Is that what you're saying? Hot take city. Wow. I think I think Kawhi Leonard is like if enough white people love me, they'll le- all leave me alone. Name another <laughs> podcast that tells you that Kawhi Leonard is actually a, a double agent for the KKK. I never said that. Not 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 another one. Only That's Nikki would say a take like That's that. Never came out. Uh, uh, the new metal thing was just funny. It's just like it's just it's an interesting play by a guy who's arguably a top five player in the NBA. I, I will actually I have two things to say. One, how the fuck is Jordan Brand feeling right now? It's like we were, they weren't making they weren't selling Jordan. any of this shit anyways. But here's the other thing: like New Balance was courting Gordon Hayward, who's like the whitest dude ever, and they didn't even get him, but they got Kawhi. No, that makes no sense to Kawhi me. Kawhi is the whitest dude. Ever. <laughs> no, 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 uh, no, no. Here's here's the thing. Um, I will fully buy New Balance basketball shoes. Um, I hope they're if, I hope they're amazing. If if they remove like they don't have this the giant N. like I have a pair of five seven fours going to that I love that have the giant N on them like I love those like that is I, I like those shoes but like for basketball shoes I don't want your clunky ass N no. but it's gonna happen. on my shoe it's I'm gonna show you guys this. speaking of new shoes. They're gonna. They finally are releasing a new colorway for the Puma sneakers. Oh, I fuck with that. Oh yeah, there's the Miami Vice colors, man. I fuck with Black, that. Black, pink, and light blue. That's me. I, I like will that. never ever get on board with Pumas. I fuck with that, dude. I I like the Pumas so much. I know I know a lot of people who don't, but I, do I think they look good. I fuck with those. I would get those. Um, a couple more things before we wrap up today. So um, number one, I want to talk about this one because this one's a little controversial. So Patrick Beverly got fined twenty five thousand dollars. This week for an altercation he had with a fan um, where the fan allegedly. This is a person in the stands, not a like a rotating oh, fan, a right. box fan, not the kind that you use to blow cold air. Oh, yeah, right. this is not an Odell Beckham Jr. Thank scenario. you for the clarity. Now, let, I want to be clear here. Um, earlier in the game, Patrick Beverly got into. Uh, I don't It's not a scuffle. Like they were on the floor jousting for a ball. His elbow hit Dennis Smith and Dennis Smith's tooth fell out. Um Patrick Beverly, known for being a very tough player, sometimes maybe takes things a little too far, depending on who you ask. Uh, all, although mean, Russell always, Westbrook agrees, I will always ride for Patrick yeah, Beverly. Shot That's my fucking all day, guy. baby. That's my fucking guy. But in any case, there was a, a Mavericks fan. Pat who, Beverly, for the last like ten years, has looked like a forty-three-year-old man. Yeah, Proceed. that's fair. Um, You're not so wrong. There was a Mavericks fan who basically said, um, more or less, and I quote, "Fuck your mother." Um, leading to Patrick Beverly throwing a bounce pass to the fan. Um, he was then rejected, uh, or pardon me, ejected, uh, and was fined $25,000 by the NBA. Yay or nay on this fine? Nay. I won a million percent. Because 
Because he also said that, that that was the last straw. Not like, oh, he said fuck your mother to me once. Right. He said that he was saying a lot of shit to him, and he told him, please stop, sir. Sir, I need you to stop. Sir, you better calm down. And, and like, the same shit with uh, when KD got fined because someone wouldn't stop yelling at him. Although he made a joke about that uh, in his last game. He did. Uh, they were just, like, hanging out talking. He was like, hey, shut up and enjoy the game. And yeah. he was like, ah. And they are like, laughing and was all okay with it. But, like... Legitimately, you see those videos all the time of people like being like, uh, "LeBron, you're a bitch, you're a bitch," and he just turns around. And he's like, "That's your girl," because you know she wants me. Because he he understands. Like, I'm not allowed to actually yell at these people, but all of those people, you also deserve to get punched in the nuts. Yeah, there's remember when that fan like came out at Russell Westbrook. Oh man, yeah. uh, here's the thing though. I'm gonna say this. Uh, I'm yay on the fine. Um, I think. Okay. Listen, uh, listen to me. Interesting. I think that they need. To do more about like kicking out rowdy fans and not letting that kind of shit happen uh, from the fans because it's a fucking all fun and games until Ron Artest is throwing a fucking haymaker right. at your face. Yeah. And the to reason to like six five, right? It's uh, a big dude. Who Ron Artest? No, he's still six nine. Six nine, right? I'm sorry. The reason that I say yay though is still because there has to be some sort of detriment to another malice at the yeah, palace but for a bounce pass. For a twenty five k for it's a, just dude a just ball. don't it, it it's a it's a precedent thing man twenty like, twenty five is excessive I look I'll probably if you want to find him like seventy five hundred sure okay that's fine I'll give you that the fine amount was excessive fining him not a problem yeah I'm okay, okay. with the I'm okay, okay with the fine because he did react but like but like it's it's really unfair because all these people. Are, it's never. It's obviously it's n- nobody who's broke because your broke ass is in the three hundred level with me. But it, these rich assholes are like, well, I'm rich. I can do whatever the fuck I want. No, you can't. You cannot. This is not how the world works. I get you think that because you have a lot of lawyers that make it, it easier kind of for you. That, very much. It does kind of. It does kind of work yeah. that way. But I, if I was legitimately, if I was an NBA player and someone was just sitting there doing that to me over and over and over again during a timeout, I'd just sit next to him. Well, yeah, I and mean, be like, go ahead, say something. Tab. I'm not doing anything wrong. Say something to me. Liz was on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Nice lady. Great woman. You're a basketball player. Oh, um, I got a good story for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, don't worry, I guys. I'm ready to fucking go. I did not see this going here. We went to uh, the Iowa-Nebraska game. Now, I bought tickets for my parents and, and Lauren, and we went to the game. And um, <clears throat> we were sitting in our seats, and this guy comes in, and he's like, I'm in this seat. And I'm like, okay, so we let him through. And then he, like, proceeds to, like, just, like, kind of, like, box my mom, like, out of her seat. And he's, like, kind of standing in front of her and she can't really see. And, like, she says something and the guy was, like, just, like, didn't, like, kind of ignore her. And then my mom uh, told my dad that, like, called the guy an asshole while talking to my dad. And the guy turned around and said, like, I'm an asshole. This is my fucking seat. And, like, went off on her and, like, was just kind of a, a jerk to my mother. So it's my mom, my dad, me, Lauren. I lean across my dad and I grab this guy in the shoulder and I go, listen here, asshole, you ever talk to my beautiful mother like that ever again? I'll kick your ass right in this fucking stadium. And the guy goes, what? And I was like, you fucking heard me. And he's like, fuck you. I was like, I'm right fucking here. And he's like, fuck you. I was like, fuck you. And then like, I was, I was, I was ready. This guy was like 65 years old. I I was ready to fucking go. I need to say something. I need to say something because Barstool posted something today. Uh, 
where these two <laughs> these two white guys were fighting on the street, fighting, quote unquote. They they just kept flicking each other off. <laughs> yeah, flipping each other off. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so it's just like just two chads just getting into it in the wild. <laughs> and that's the first thing that came this to This guy mind was like sixty five years old until though. you told me that fact. Yeah. Uh, like and I was like I was like, dude, like my dad like my dad didn't say anything. I'm like I mean, don't get me wrong, I had some fireball, a few beers before the sure, game, you know. I'm feeling sure. good. But here's the thing, you don't insult my mother in front Amen. of me. You just yeah. don't. You absolutely fucking do not. And you might be way bigger than me, but I'll fucking, I'll step so, to you because you don't treat my mother like let me, that. Let me ask you a question then, Tad. Look, I know where this is going, and the reason I wanted to tell heated, that story. Since you're heated, so it sounds like you're willing to pay $25,000 even though a gentleman is insulting your mother. Yeah, I mean, if I'm a professional basketball player, I know that I absolutely <sighs> yeah. can't do that. When I, when I found out he... I thought I'd get him on that when he When I found out it was $25,000, and I, I was like, yo, I would have sat next to that guy and like, look, bitch. Here's the thing, though. If I'd have known it was going to be $25,000, I'd have whipped the ball at his face. Yeah. That's Ooh, what I'm saying. Fuck yeah. That's what I'm saying. If, if I, I was told it was twenty five, I was like, I'm going to kick you in the teeth. Yes, go after it. Punch him in the nuts. Oh, Giannis, you. Yeah. Punch him in the nuts. Punch him in the nuts. That's what you do. Oh, man. Yeah. Pow! So we've got Pow! Two that guy deserves a nut punch. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. But I was like, uh, legit, I would sit next to that. I would sit right next I'm to that I'm fired person. up. I'm ready to go. I'm going to find that guy from the hospital. <laughs> oh, I'm going to kick his ass. I legitimately like was reading you geriatric it. geriatric fuck. We're coming after you. you I bitch. was reading the article here about Patrick Beverly, and I was like, Getting pissed and Destiny, like, why are you mad? I was like, cause fuck that piece of shit. Just because he bought a ticket doesn't mean you have to treat these people so poorly. Look, and I'm I'm full I'm one hundred percent with you there. And you know what? I've yelled at opposing players. I have. Everybody's done it. I but have there is but a all point there is, there is a fine line between like heckling another team and being just an absolute asshole and shit stain on society, yeah. which is what this guy sounds like he is. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Now the one thing I did hear is that he seems to be a long-time yes. Mavs fan and somebody who spends a decent amount of money with them. Uh, so they yeah. didn't kick him out yeah, when they he, probably should he's have. Go- he's also good friends with Mark Cuban. Yeah, so there's that. Uh, anyways, he's very rich. Probably also- goes deep sea fishing with Cubes and Bobby Flay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, le- I legitimately would be like, look, you and I both know that $20,000 ain't shit to either one of us. Do not treat me like this because I will kick the shit out of Call you the second you walk out of this stadium. A uh, couple more stories here. I'm going to cut one out because I feel like we yeah. need to get going here. So last, the last topic that I want to discuss is uh, last week KD dropped 49 and 51 in consecutive games. Um, erasing some of the narrative that he can't carry this team. Uh, I think we've now hit 10 people this season who have hit 50 points, which is fucking nuts, by the way. Yeah. It's because they shoot too many threes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the question I have for you guys well, is... Well, yeah, because the, the game that Derrick Rose did, it, didn't he hit seven threes or mm-hmm. something like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, is KD back in the MVP conversation after his performance last week? Firmly. Uh, oh, man, I was going to say no. You Shit. have to be. He just missed 50, then he scored 50. Um, one in a loss, one in a win. Nonetheless, uh, Steph should be returning soon, so I don't know how long he's going to be in the MVP conversation. But god damn it, man! He right, right when people, right when people are starting to like just discount him altogether, he just he shoves it in her face. His performance against the Raptors in that game that they ultimately lost and went to overtime was. Uh, down the stretch, one of the most incredible sequences of basketball I've ever seen, and then his fall away three uh, from the corner to tie the game. Well, and like uh, they were saying, like it's not that like, was a beautiful shot. It's not like it. he was scoring against like some rando. He was scoring against Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, like took him to church. Arguably dude. the best perimeter defender in the NBA, yeah. and just went off. Yeah, like, but that being said. Kawhi's also in that damn conversation. Yeah, but ultimately, what I want to get here is like, listeners, 
Say what you will about KD. Feel how you feel about him. He's, he's still good. one of the top three he's players good. in the NBA. He's a baby back, baby back, baby back, bitch. <laughs> a baby back, baby back, baby back, bitch. All right. Well, with that. But he's a talented basketball that's player. That's KD, you fucking snake. <laughs> oh, fucking got him. Got him. All right, guys. Well, with KD, that. I know you're listening. Let's, uh, yeah, I'm yeah, sure he he Honestly, he actually might be. He, he, could, he probably he consumes. Be. All NBA content that may. I know, honestly, I think the next like six episodes should just be called "KD, Can You Hear Me," <laughs> and then just just six, and eventually we'll get a response. Have from you him. guys ever seen the Twitter account Hey underscore Chris Bosch? <laughs> no, it's literally a Twitter account. The name on the account is Stead Mankowski, and the Twitter name is Hey at Chris Bosch, and the avatar is just a, a stupid looking smiley face, <laughs> and he tweets at Chris Bosch ten times a day. <laughs> Literally, it's just he just tweets, hey, at Chris Bosch. Oh Fish God. are really weird, don't you think? Like, just <laughs> shit like that. All day, every day, ten times a day. Legitimately, if I... Like, I mean, I, I get why they all have Twitter and stuff, but if I was as famous as all these people, I, the first thing I'd be like, hey, guys, Twitter, that's gone. I might keep Instagram. I don't use Snapchat. Facebook? God, I cannot wait to get rid of Facebook. It's the fucking... Those are all those... St- I fucking... I only like fucking Instagram. Because you can look at pictures of pretty stuff. I'm really worried. Uh, the Hey Chris Bosch guy hasn't tweeted since November 16th. He tweeted seven times that day. Oh my gosh. But he hasn't tweeted since then. I am concerned he might I be dead. Okay. If you guys Either had to pick, that or Chris Bosch If you guys him. had to pick one player in the NBA today to create a Hey at Chris Bosch uh, style Twitter account, who would it be? Who would be the guy in the NBA that you tweet at every day, multiple times a day? Hey, at Chris Bosch, do you take Zarelto for those blood clots or no? Just oh. saw an ad for Zarelto and thought of you. Anyways, happy hump day, okay? <laughs> hashtag NBA. <laughs> hey, at Chris Bosch, was hashtag Swamp Thing a good guy or bad guy? <laughs> hashtag NBA. <laughs> I mean, it never ends. I mean, I every time thing. I scroll through my Twitter feed and I see one of those, I don't always laugh, but I just smile to myself because I'm like, you know what, dude? Everybody needs their thing, and this is yours, and good for you. And that. it's just, it's like pure things. It's not like, hey, at Chris Bosch, fuck you and your mother. Like, I, I enjoy that a lot. I think that it's because he's not being rude. Because I would, I could, could you, I mean, I'm sure every, obviously KD gets it every fucking day, but you know how annoying, how annoying would it be if every day you woke up to like 300 tweets about how you're a bitch? Yeah. Like, that's just your day. A couple years ago, me and my friends, every time that we tweeted at each other, we also added Anna Kendrick, and we did it for <sighs> about three months. God. Every tweet, didn't matter what it was, every single tweet that we send out, we added Anna Kendrick. That being Hoping said, that one day she would respond. No, she would Lord, not. My dad met her. Oh, yeah. I think I have the one person that I would want to do it to only because... I think he'd appreciate it. Hey, uh, Clay Thompson. I knew you were going to say Clay. How you doing? I knew you were going to say Clay. Clay would be the only... And also, I think, hilariously enough, I think I would also do that to Boogie. I feel like Boogie also wouldn't give a shit. My pick would be... uh I think my pick would be Evan Turner. One time I tweeted at JJ. <laughs> what, because he look like him? I, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dick. One one time I tweeted at JJ Reddick and he tweeted me back. Ooh. Like, he replied to my tweet. He didn't retweet me. He didn't like it. Applied. Look at you. Look at you. And that was the greatest orgasm Chad has ever had. <laughs> if there is one... <laughs> He's not denying it. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> no, I know. Um, oh, God. There's one player, one player that I could just, that I would just tweet at every day. Probably like Damari Carroll. What? <laughs> yeah. Because you want all caps. Today, all caps. Today's word is <laughs> Trout. 
Damari, how do you pronounce trout? Because we know you pronounce salmon, salmon. So just want I would just another good guy. I would tweet at every day, John Salmons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I just, I'm just like, there's just got to be some obscure guy I could just tweet at so, every day. Evan Turner, Myers name. Leonard. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Bill Russell because he has like, he responds to a lot. Of, he loves Twitter. Uh, I'm gonna like. go ahead and say that somebody on Bill Russell's team responds to all his. Yeah, that's movies. true. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm again. I, Evan Turner, and I have so much in common. We're both from Chicago. We b- both graduated high school in 2007. We both look alike. Uh, I've been to Boston. About it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've also been to Indiana. I. Yeah. He it. looks like he could be Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah, that's, he, he that's, does. Everybody always tells me that I look like you. Especially, do kind of look like him. It's kind of weird that you say that because now I see it. Yeah, it's especially oh, when I he, really like, cut, see it. Especially yeah. when he has. There. there was a point in time he had the exact same haircut. Yeah, when I had a fade, we yeah. looked very similar. Really? And now you're wearing like an weird. Irish cap of sorts Jay with is, a fucking cardigan. Yeah, I was say Jay is straight up the UK right now. <laughs> he's got the whole UK. He's got a Henley shirt on. Nice little chunky cardigan. A oh, driving okay. hat. And I got Chelsea boots on, bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, well, with Are that. Chelsea boots named for Chelsea in England? I have to imagine. I yeah. would guess, right? Yeah. Like, sure. I mean, like, I legitimately don't know that. Yeah, I, I assume so. Fairly like, so. now that you, you said the Chelsea boots thing, though, and I was like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Um, all right, guys. Uh, anything we want to plug before we wrap up today? You follow me on Twitter, at Tad Hall underscore. Uh, good news, Iowa football season is over Damn. until the bowl game. So... Will not be tweeting about that much. <laughs> However, I do live tweet most Iowa basketball games. I will. So really quick, I had one tweet that he, I think you retweeted or something that I saw was where like somebody had tweeted out for that the la- whatever Iowa State Iowa game had just happened. I don't pay attention to college sports that much. Sorry, but he was like uh, some guy was like some guy in Iowa State. I think his name was like Purdy or something like that. They had an injured player. Oh. Uh, Brock, Brock Purdy. Uh, Purdy. No, he was he was their backup quarterback this season. Kyle Kempt was their starter. And uh, Brock Purdy did not play in the game against Iowa. Um, I never. Kyle somebody Kemp. said that if you guys are lucky, he didn't play. But then someone responded, "Legitimately, that, like, the last like six seasons, every like, season <laughs> their backup quarterback has somehow been better, like and ended up finishing the season than their starter." And yeah, like every fucking game or every year they do this thing. It's like Nebraska fans who every year are like, "Oh, like." Yeah, like you know, next year's our year, and 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 so like on and on. Like well, how, it just um, it just never ends. Shit, who is it in the NBA that they're like he's two years away from being two years away? <laughs> Bruno Cabocula. Ah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, before we wrap up, I just remember we haven't talked about something that we probably should. You get thirty seconds to talk about the Marco Fulf news. Yeah, GK, GQ said the bootcut jeans are coming back, and I'm saying absolutely. <laughs> f- oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz. You get 30 seconds. And... Go. He's a bum. You got 30 seconds. That's all I wanted to say. He's a bum. I don't give a shit about his stupid... Honestly, that nerve thing sounds made up. It's It's, not made up. It sounds made up. I don't know how much credibility I buy into it because, like, all that shit on Twitter with that conspiracy shit. Like, dude, I think the 76ers are just full of shit, and I think Markel Fultz has the yips, and I think he's a bum. He's a bum. He's a bum, bum, bum. He's a bum, he's a bum, 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 bum. I read that. Hold on. He's got six more seconds. Five more seconds. Four. Three. Uh. Two. 
bum. One. Follow Tad at Tad Hall underscore. Nikki, 37. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like to say, first off, when I read the diagnosis uh, in that Twitter uh, thing, I was like, whoa, that's wild. And then I kept reading into it. And then they were like, he's got it. So I read into it a little more. And I was like, I think I also have that. Because <laughs> I have so much, like, pain in my shoulder and Everybody my neck says that. that I, yeah, I was like, I think I got that. Marquel, we're, uh, Nine, I could have been hitting eight, threes. But also... Seven. Six, I can't wait till they also point five, out that he got into a fucking four, motorcycle accident. Three, two, one. Follow Nikki at Nikki Palooza on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Um, here's my take. Shout out to Shelby Wolstein, who was the first person to show me this controversy and this conspiracy theory. Uh, my takeaway from this is I, I genuinely feel bad for the kid. I do think I that he. I do think that he has a legitimate oh, injury. Yeah, and I, I feel think, bad for him. I think that the Philadelphia 76ers are officially the shadiest organization in all of the NBA. That is my take. I agree with that. I also just want to say real quick, um, now that you've said that, your little heartfelt thing there. Um, yes, I am just trying to stay on brand with his, my, he's a, he's a bum thing. Um, no, I do, I feel bad for him. And I do agree. I think they are shady as shit. And I think it all has to do with the Colangelo. Completely agree. You can follow me at J underscore Kila's on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can follow at NBA pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please give the, rate, uh, the podcast a five star rating and review. We would very much appreciate it. Uh, make sure and subscribe if you have haven't already if this is your first episode welcome if you've listened to more than one episode thank you very much um for tad for nikki for jay this has been nba we're out